Hello, this is Pastor Arlene Romaine, and you are listening to Listen, Live, and Learn, where we listen to hear God's Word in order to live it out in our daily lives and learn by applying the scriptures about ourselves, our world, and our God. I'm so glad you're here, so let's get started. Dear friends, it is so good to be here with you once again in this place where we set aside other things that might draw our attention so that we can focus our attention for a time on the Word of God. And we certainly are so fortunate to have such access to this Word. There was a time in the past when the average person not only could not read, but would have had no access to the book known as the Christian Bible. In fact, there were many churches throughout Europe at one point in time who themselves did not own a single copy of the Bible, which is why tradition became such a big part of faith, because One could not simply go to the book and open it for themselves and read from scripture in order to be transformed by it. They um, would have relied on their local church and the local priest to tell them what scripture said uh, along with what scripture meant. But today that is no longer the case. Praise be to God. We can pick up this book for ourselves and read Uh, the words that are printed there, always mindful that there is an original language uh, that is not um, represented in our texts. Uh, We um, do not read from the original Greek language that our New Testament would have been written in. Today we're picking up where we left off last time. Picking up at Matthew chapter 15, and we're going to read today from verse 1 through verse 20, and uh, keeping in mind that uh, these are English translations, these are modern day words that are often lacking in the depth and the clarity that those original languages, uh, the Greek in the New Testament and the Hebrew in the Old Testament, Uh, would have given to those listeners and those readers uh, back when they were first written, uh, when these words were first written down. But we are fortunate that we have access to them at all. Um, And so we are mindful that as we read, the English uh, translation is exactly that. It is a translation But let's see what that translation has for us this day, beginning to read at Matthew chapter 15, verse 1. Then some Pharisees and teachers of the law came to Jesus from Jerusalem, and they asked him, 
Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? They don't wash their hands before they eat. Jesus replied, And why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, Honor your father and your mother. And anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. But you say that if a man says to his father or mother, whatever help you might otherwise have received from me is now a gift devoted to God, he is not to honor his father with it. Thus you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition, you hypocrites. Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rules taught by men. Jesus called the crowd to him and said, Listen and understand. What goes into a man's mouth does not make him unclean, but what comes out of his mouth, that is what makes him unclean. Then the disciples came to him and asked, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this? And Jesus replied, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots. Leave them. They are blind guides. If a blind man leads a blind man, both will fall into a pit. Peter said, Explain the parable to us. Are you still so dull? Jesus asked them. Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart, and these make a person unclean. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what make a man unclean. But eating with unwashed hands does not make him unclean. Today we find Jesus criticizing once again the religious authorities of his day, those who set the rules and the boundaries of cleanliness and religious purity. These Pharisees and teachers of the law had a tradition that one must wash their hands before they eat a meal. However, the washing that they instituted was a ceremonial washing. It required quite a specific ritual of a small amount of water and it had to be poured over the hands in such a manner, one hand first, then the other, and it was a very ritualistic cleansing 
much more so than actually what we think of today as one washing one's hands in order to make them clean and free of germs. It seems that the ancient peoples recognized that clean hands had a link to purity. However, the traditions and the requirements set by the Pharisees and the teacher of the law became nothing more than ritualistic superstitions. And they served little purpose for actually cleaning one's hands prior to a meal. And so they come to Jesus and they ask him this because Jesus and his disciples are always traveling. They're always on the road. And life back in Jesus's time, a life on the road of walking was a dusty and dirty practice. And so often it would be the case that Jesus's disciples would stop for a meal in their travels and their journeys and they would not practice this ritualized custom, this tradition that was set by the religious authorities of the day. And so they would simply eat their meal rather than practicing the ritual cleansing of the hands. And, and so they come to Jesus and criticize him for not practicing the custom and the religion. But he reminds them that they are hypocrites, that they take the money from persons that was devoted for, to the, the care and long-term uh, security of one's father and mother and these Pharisees and teachers of the law, these religious authorities would happily receive this money that would have been dedicated to the care and well-being of one's parents and receive it for the temple treasury and receive it for their own well-being, saying that it was devoted to God and therefore no longer dedicated for the care of one's parents. And Jesus reminds the Pharisees and the teachers of the law that they are doing this, that they claim to honor one's father and mother, and yet they are being hypocrites by accepting the money that then goes to the temple treasury and no longer for the care and well-being of one's parents. So he calls them hypocrites. Surely it is hypocritical. And then he quotes from the prophet Isaiah, saying that people, these, these teachers of the law and the Pharisees, these religious authorities, honor me with their lips. But when it comes to actually showing their hearts, their hearts show to be far from God and that their worship then is in vain. You see, if our hearts not are, are not in the right place, if our hearts are not um, given willingly to God, then we ourselves become the ones who are hypocrites because Jesus teaches us that it doesn't matter whether or not our hands have been washed. What makes us 
clean or unclean is what is reflected from our hearts because it comes out of our mouths. Truly, our words are so important. The ways in which we speak to one another, the words we choose to use, the tone of our voice, the things we allow to come out of our mouths, surely they do reflect the state of our heart. And a heart that's been given over to the Lord reflects words of a heart of devotion to God and a heart in which peace and love and mercy reside. Words spoken in anger, hurtful words, attitudes that dismiss and diminish others. Surely these things are not of God. And so we who truly honor God do so not only with our hearts, but we do so also with our mouths, with the kinds of things we allow to come out of our mouths because our mouths reflect the true state of our hearts. And so I invite you this day, my friend, to take a look at the kinds of things that come out of your mouth, to search your heart, to see if it needs an adjustment, if it is reflecting your love for God and God's love for you. Or perhaps we can look back at the things we have said, the attitudes we have had, the position our hearts have been in, and stop and pray and ask the Lord to work within us, to cleanse us, to give us an attitude adjustment so that we can better reflect our love for God and God's love for us. Because if God's love truly resides within us, within our hearts, then our mouths cannot help but proclaim the praises of God and the love of God for God's people. Well, that is all I have for us today. I pray that you are well, that your life is reflecting the transformation that is promised to us by faith, and that your heart will claim that love and then allow God to fill you to overflowing so that it might spill out and spill forth from you into the lives of someone else. Know that I am grateful for you this day. Thank you so much for listening. I invite you to invite someone else to listen to this podcast so that their life might also be touched as we allow the word and the power of that word to transform us into better reflections of our Lord and Savior in the world. 
Take care, my friends. Until next time. Bye-bye.